When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, friends, and welcome to Apartment 4D. I'm your host, Jill, here with Joe. Hello. And Heather. Hi, guys. And we're here to discuss New Girl Season 1, Episode 20, Normal. But before we do, as always, we'll pass the feeling stick around. Mm. Heather, do you have anything for the feeling stick? This week, I do not. Okay, Joseph? Nope, nothing this week. Okay, I have a small thing that I actually Mm. talked to you guys about um, via text. So a wonderful person named Anna Franklin on Instagram was nice enough to explain to us what jacuzzi means from the last episode. Thank you, Anna. She explained it's French for I accuse and the title of a famous book about a notorious trial. Very clever, new girl. And the other word you didn't understand, Robespierre? Robespierre? Robespierre or something. Yeah. Oh, Robespierre. Robespierre. Robespierre Robespierre is a French revolutionary leader who was, like, in charge when the French Revolution was at its bloodiest. Oh. So we'd like to say thank you to Anna. Thank you. She has an art degree. Oh, so she said she didn't have to Google. She just knew. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I don't understand why anyone else watching would have known. Yeah, I don't think anyone would have. We appreciate you, Anna. We love when you guys interact with us on Instagram. I haven't plugged in in a while, so please visit our Instagram, which is at apartment underscore underscore 4D. We have a lot of fun things going on, and occasionally you can end up mentioned in the podcast. Yes. So the Netflix description of this episode is a nervous Jess invites Russell to spend the weekend at the loft and her fears mount when he gets along better with the guys than she'd hoped for. How do we think this matches up? I don't think it's a good description. Oh, no, not really. Doesn't even mention Winston. No. And that was a great story. Yeah, Joe, what do you think? I think that's what happened. She she invited him <laughs> over and But what? she wasn't nervous. <laughs> Oh, no. And then she, she wasn't, wasn't upset he got along better with the guy. She was just upset because he wasn't I li- think she, Well, we're going to get into yeah, it. Yeah, I think she got nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just think it could have been worded better. It's not their worst. Like no. the time they had a description that had nothing to do it's with the episode. Worst. They yeah. played the worst game possible for the first time over to the apartment. We can't get into it yet. You yeah, can't get into I agree it. No, but I'm just saying. This is yeah. an important episode. I'm foreshadowing. Oh, fun. I love it when you do that. This is an episode a lot of the podcast listeners are excited about because it's the first time we see True American. Yeah, that was one of my discussion questions. That's not a question. Because I didn't know, I couldn't remember if it was the first time we saw it. Because I watched the whole season. I feel confident. It took 20 episodes to introduce that game. I know, and I always like affiliate it with New Girl. I think everyone does. People try to figure out how to play it, and the cast has been like, we don't know, there are no rules, please stop trying. Stop drinking. But someone messaged us, he's like, here, I figured it out, and I have to still read it and go through it. We could do it like with M&M's or something. But, you know, I thought it was earlier in the season and I was wrong. Yeah. So guest stars from this episode include, shockingly, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as himself. Joe, the first time you watched, were you surprised to see that he was on an episode of New Girl? Because I was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't know. Well, he was in acting. He was in Airplane. Oh, he was in Airplane? Remember the movie Airplane? Oh, I thought that was O.J. Simpson. Okay. 
No, he was in it too. He was in it too? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I think he was one of the co-pilots. OJ was? No. Uh, Kareem? Kareem, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So you weren't too surprised? No, because I knew he had his acting card. Right. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that I wasn't that surprised was because you once told me a lot of famous, like really famous yeah, people make cameos. So. so Phil Hendry is in the episode as Joe Napoli. Heather, did you catch who else was in this episode as a guest star in a show that you love? Well, I thought Joe Napoli was from Modern Family. He's from everything. That's He's why I'm not even everything. getting into okay. it. The, the man who interviewed Winston, did you recognize him? No. That's Rizwan Manji, who is in Perfect Harmony. And is also in oh. Shit's Creek. He's, oh my god. He's got a different haircut. He uses no accent. He's only in it for a couple seconds. I never noticed it. I just have yeah. to research the episode. Yeah. Oh, okay, because I'm watching Shit's Creek right now. I know. Fascinating. Yeah. And then we have Gina and Elvin back, but we've already discussed those actors. So let's get into the episode. You guys ready? Yeah. We start with a political fundraiser where Jess is attending as Russell's date, and she wants Russell to go home to her house, but you can tell he's reluctant, and she says she's worried about the guys missing me. I haven't been there in a week. <laughs> and it flashes to her walking in and Nick saying, oh, you were gone? Is that why it was so quiet? Yeah. <laughs> and then she sees they played True American without her. Ooh, that's a dip. Like, we're supposed to know at this point what that means. Right. <laughs> it's foreshadowing. As Joe would say. Yeah. I'm going to back up a little bit. I like when she calls her says she feels like a high-priced prostitute. I know. So it was ridiculous. a strong start to the In episode. that outfit with a side pony bun. <laughs> That's thing. what I put. And then also, I think they call them call girls to be politically correct. Or escorts. Escorts. Which are just synonyms for the same thing. I mean. Yeah, but I don't think people say prostitute anymore. Well, I work in an area where you can... I work in a very nice place, and then down the street, you can see prostitutes, and we call them oh, prostitutes. Those are prostitutes? I just thought they didn't dress good. Joe, did you have any thoughts about the opening? <laughs> well, I like when she goes, oh, I think the guys are missing me. Yeah. And they yeah. cut to them playing. I thought they were playing True American when they cut to them. They were. Yeah, they were playing but we don't yeah. know that yet. Tag, if we're watching for the first time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that was funny. <laughs> okay, so at the next scene... We see Winston's at the loft preparing and researching for his interview with Joe Napoli on sports radio, which is a great fit for Winston for a profession. Um, you know, Jess walks in, like we said, says she she was gone and no one noticed. They played without her. And then Cece calls, but ends up she's calling from Schmidt's room and pops out. So when Cece and Jess start discussing um, Jess and Russell's relationship, I love how she says it's like a romantic comedy montage and I try on floppy hats for him. And we throw our heads back when we laugh. How does he think of these things? Well, I've compared stuff to that before, but now I wonder if I just did it because I heard it there so many years ago. Yeah, that happens. And she says it's too perfect. He's never slept there. And Cece encourages her to have him over because it's not perfect if they're doing everything in his fancy mansion on his terms, which is good advice. Good episode for Cece. Um, Yeah, but I mean... This is just me. I would rather just stay at the mansion. But I guess she misses her friends. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think Jess is okay with roughing it a little bit. And she says, oh, I'm still not used to that. Because Cece comes out wrapped in a bed. Yeah. That she's not used (laughs) to. Which that's ridiculous. Because who would come out... Like, throw on some jammies or something. You just put on your robe. Yeah. Or several people. 
people out there. And it's yeah. like not even like it's like the comfort. It's Every a, time it's a great comfort. And then they have the conversation, and she's still wrapped in it. And yeah. I'm like, I'd be like, would you like to put a shirt on? I'll if, wait. If it was her first night there, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. But she comes all the time now. Exactly. Yeah. And then another scene, she's in pajamas. It's just leave them in Sprint's closet. They're just doing it for shock value. Yeah. So Jess comes out and tells the guys Russ is coming over. Be cool. They start to act weird. She's like, I'm not sure what everyone's definition of cool is. So be normal. And we have some flashback scenes. Does anyone want to take one of those? Uh, I didn't write anything. Sorry. Okay. So Schmidt does a label check. Oh, that, oh, that was a flashback. Oh, okay. Correct. I thought you mentioned Jess's childhood. No, the label check was on my list. That was hilarious. Joe, which, which flashback did I you like? I just remember saying, oh, we're always cool. I don't remember the flashbacks, but I just remember. Well, then there's Nick in the, in the urinal. He's like, I, you. Oh, <laughs> that, yeah. yeah. Funny. And then he flushes it for him. Yeah. <laughs> that, that bathroom is awkward on a good day. And then my favorite, which became a running joke the whole episode is Winston scaring him, and then when Russell jumps, goes, oh, so you're scared of black people? It's 2019, that, I, 2012, 2012, or whatever. Yeah, I wrote that down, too. That was hilarious. So funny. I love how they keep using it throughout the episode. Right. And then, of course, Nick wants to show Russell, since he's so fancy, his idea notebook with his oh. idea for real apps. Right. Which we'll get into more later. Real apps. Yes. Real, real apps. pause yeah. apps. Yes. And he tries to butter him up with cheese. We're not there yet. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, guys. I was foreshadowing. Which brings a great personal story I can't wait to tell. Unless oh, I've already told it on the podcast. Joe. I might have already told it. I'm not sure. So, Winston is being... Uh, we're back with Winston at work with Elvin. And he's uh, Elvin's pushing Winston on the swing, which is adorable. Yeah, that was adorable. And he tells him that he's going to have to get an adult job. And Elvin takes it fine and says, we need to work on your resume. resume. It's 2012. Typing <laughs> is not a special skill. Which is great because I just posted the meme of him being like, save, save as, yes. print preview. And then I just want to say that Elvin, first of all, not only is he physically adorable. So cute. He's a very cool kid. Very mature. Because I know he loves having Winston as his nanny. Exactly. But he but cares he about best him. for him. Yeah, yeah, as we see later. Well, you know, in Winston's <laughs> defense, the resume process has changed totally right. from the 80s to the 90s. Yeah, and he was just playing to, basketball. Today. And he was, in lo- he was in another country. Because resumes are no longer uh, personalized, I feel. Like, okay. when you submit, and I'm right in the middle of submitting a lot of resumes. True. And when you submit resumes these days, it's like an algorithm. It's like employers only see keywords on your resume. There's no more, hey, send me a resume. And then you send it to a person in the mail. Online, you mean. Yeah, you don't do that anymore. You have to send it online and it gets mixed in. And then certain keywords in your resume get flagged by the computer. And then it would go to the employer. So it's almost like the algorithms are part of the hiring process. I would really dislike that. So if you were to put typing these days. Oh, God. (laughs) Could you imagine? That's not going to be in any algorithm. (laughs) You're not going to get a call. (laughs) So, Joe, when you make a resume, do you put Apartment 4D podcast host on your list of special skills? I could now. You certainly could. (laughs) 78 highest. I could. I don't know if it'll get me hired, but, yeah. you know. I feel confident it won't. <laughs> Especially because if they're like, let's go listen to the podcast. And they listen to the first one where Joe does Ooh. nothing but giggle and talk like this. Because <laughs> he's trying to snipe for like three straight minutes. They're not even going to listen. They're like, well, we're not hiring that guy. 
He has a problem with his voice and the giggles. <laughs> it's, a, it's a special skill. It's been under special skill. Special skill. Yeah. Not experience, under special skill. Right. right. Podcast, one third of a podcast. I'm going to move on to the interview scene where we see that Joe Napoli comes in and is crazy and is insulting. And it's obviously yes. a terrible place to work. He announces that Winston's hired. Right. Um, I think it's interesting, too, because I know how much <clears throat> Lamorne Morris loves ba- uh, basketball. So I'm sure he was so excited about these scenes. Anyone would be excited with scenes with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Well, yeah. And I love the height difference when he stands up to shake his hand. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> and then Kareem Abdul-Jabbar passes Winston a note that says, Get out, run, you will die here. And then my favorite part, number whatever, and then signs it like it's an autograph. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. Like, it's so cryptic that he puts his number, his jersey number. Good job, Kareem. What did you guys think of that scene? Um, I just thought it was really entertaining because my first thought, even before that, I was like, Winnie Winnie B, don't do it, don't do it. And then Kareem agreed with me. Yes, Kareem did. He didn't really have a choice because no one asked him. Right. Joe Napoli said, you know, this is our new assistant. He goes, well, I didn't actually agree to, and everyone just kept talking. Yeah. And then also Kareem probably saw how cool Winston was mm-hmm. and was like, Winston, save yourself. I think he was trying to help anybody, but yeah. yeah. Um, any thoughts about that interview before I move on, Joe? Well, that interview just reminded me when I used to work in professional sports. Mm-hmm. Oh. And we used to hire kids oh my God. <laughs> to work at stadiums, mainly baseball stadiums. I worked in minor league baseball for many years, so you'd have... You know, major leaguers coming down to rehab. You'd have you know oh. stars coming out of college, and all this. So you'd probably do ten interviews, and nine out of the ten were kids that loved baseball. Right. And they were like, "Why do you want to work here?" Oh, because I love baseball. Not I love this a person special not skill. Yeah. And that's the first person I declined because oh. you don't want them to love baseball. We're there to work. They'd be you taking know? selfies. Yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a lot of etiquette to working in With professional yes. sports and entertainment. So that reminded me of that that those kids that used to interview and and that I was hired the kids that just said, oh, I like to sell or I right. like marketing or I like people, you know. Gosh. So you'd have to probably wait. You'd probably have to interview a lot of people yeah. to get that. Yeah. yeah. Well, but Joe's talking about like when he go to winter meetings and like hire people who are going to do sales and stuff. Like you liking baseball doesn't help you sell a sponsorship. Right. But when Joe would interview kids to work like in concessions, because I had the office outside of his. Um, in concessions or like, you know, game day stuff, they come in for the interview and I would have been like, okay, give me some examples of your cash handling experience. Cause a lot of them, it's like first or second job. Right. You know, do you have a dependable ride? Joe would be like, so what's your favorite football team? <laughs> Joe. And I'd be like, okay, he's just breaking the ice. So Everything's fine. What's your favorite basketball team? Are you in any clubs at school? I'm like, what is happening? We're not interviewing for a best friend. So Joe. If their favorite team wasn't Raiders, were they? Yeah. Well, it was a detriment on their on. on (laughs) It it didn't disqualify them, but what I was trying to do was get them to talk because Uh. kids, because mainly it was kids with their first jobs, and so kids with their first jobs in their first interview ever, they're scared. Yeah. So I just want to break the ice and let's talk about them and are they playing sports at school? So I also want to find out, are they in clubs? Are they they social? Can they talk to people? When you belong to something as a group, whether it be, you know, the choir, band, sports, whatever it may be, you got to work as a team, right? Right. So you want to make, so that is good. That's to their advantage in the workplace, you know? Right. 
That's why I always did that. I never talked about food or it's cash true. handling. Yeah, never. That makes sense. I see you. Why are you using air quotes for cash handling? It's a real yeah. thing. It is a real thing, but, you know, I just didn't, I, you know, I, they didn't count a dollar bill, I'm sure. They're in 12th grade. You right. Know, yeah. You'd be surprised. We have volunteers that were at my work that were so inaccurate and giving change the drawer would be off so much we weren't sure like are they stealing or can they not make so we have to give them a basic change test to qualify oh, to volunteer and we lose 25 percent of the applicants that way well i only wow. count change once a year at santa claus it's hard my nephew when he was yeah. like 10 was like auntie i'll do the change oh he was way younger than that was he younger yeah. than that? that kid can do math so much better than all of us yeah he's like elvin Okay, <laughs> so we're back at the loft, and Jess is walking in with Russell, and Nick comes with a plate of giant cheese. Oh, my god! And says, I can show you the world. Like, quotes Aladdin. Yeah. She says, Nick, you're doing Aladdin. And he goes, again? <laughs> <laughs> I can't picture Nick watching Aladdin. Well, he'd be the age where he would have watched it when he was a kid. appropriate. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. a good reference. So, speaking of cheese... So sorry uh, oh. if I told this story on the podcast before. I think we just tell it in life. I tell it a lot. Joe, yeah. do you know what story I'm going to tell? Uh-uh. Okay. Fun <laughs> surprise for you. It's about you. So back when Joe and I were married, we used to host these, uh, where we worked, Christmas party. And people would always bring us wine as like a host and hostess gift, which neither of us drank. So we had like a ton of wine on top of our refrigerator all the time. Well, one day Joe just got like a bee in his bonnet to have some like purple wine. <laughs> filled it. Well, that- it was a Merlot. Joe Whatever, Joe. <laughs> you're, you're, anything you say is going to be totally discredited by the end of the story with your wine knowledge. So he grabs a tumbler, a plastic blue tumbler for his Merlot, fills it up very high, and then is carrying a plate, walks through our dining room. For some reason, the cup slips through his hand, so Merlot splashes to our very low ceilings because our house is melted a long time ago is old very low ceilings across all the windows our dining room furniture the floor the baseboards the wall i come in i'm like screaming what did you do what are you if he's drinking like grape juice or something and he goes oh i was having some wine and cheese and i look at the plate and he has a plate of craft singles An empty tumbler that used to have Merlot and like two Ritz crackers. <laughs> Wine, cheese, and crackers. Oh, Joe. Only you, Joe. Literally only Joe. This is why people are obsessed with Joe. Uh, well, I don't understand that. Okay. So now we're in the house and they're making ethnic noodles. Right. Um, Nick is staring and being weird. Uh, Schmidt is being weird, asking about, they went, got sushi, where, not where he told them to, but at Namuda. Oh, Schmidt is mad. That was really weird. Yeah, but that Schmidt's was... probably threatened by Russell's fancy. I thought it was hilarious, though. He got really mad when he knew the chef. He yeah, went, oh, at Namuda. Yeah. 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 It's almost like a competition, like, I'm fancier than you. Yeah. We all yeah. know that Russell is fancier. And Russell's not really caring. <laughs> No, yeah, it's a one-sided competition. Lamorne comes in and says he's gonna like hit that rich old guy's face or whatever. Yeah, and then looks at Russell and goes, "Not you." (laughs) That was funny. And then we flash back to Joe Napoli saying he wants his shakes Beyonce colored, not lighter, (laughs) not darker, and dumps one upside down on Winston's desk, which is a that's a lot for a first day. Yeah, I would be like freaking out if that was my first. Right? During that kitchen scene, though, 
the best part of it was when Nick had to unclog the sink. Oh, that was hilarious. Yes. I mean, could you imagine Russell, who's kind of well off and mm-hmm. usually yeah. calls a plumber? Yeah. Oh, you know? probably probably has somebody on staff. <laughs> well, he says it. He says, I I, have, I know a plumber, and everyone gets right. mad. She goes, plumbing's a really sensitive topic. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. So it's so awkward, and it's going so bad that Jess says, who wants to play True American? And then, as happens in every scene of True American with a new person we see moving forward, no one gets explained the rules. They just have to start playing it as they're going, and they're so confused, and they ask repeatedly for the rules, and no one gives them to them. And right. we find out it's 50% drinking game, 50% candy land. Yeah, and then probably once they start drinking, the game gets probably changed. I did notice that there was some trends, though, into what the game is about because they would say JFK mm-hmm. and they'd have to answer FDR. Right. So oh. I'm thinking, oh, true American would be true. American those are true Americans. Presidents. Those are presidents. Right. But not only that, but they also have the, that's how people called them by JFK and FDR. Oh, they're connected. You didn't, yeah, you didn't say President Roosevelt or President right. Kennedy. You, you called them by those the initial. three initials. Oh, I wonder if saying FDR is the bear reference then. I just thought of that when he said Roosevelt. Oh, I got something else for bear. Okay, we'll get there later. Okay. Go and, ahead, Joe. And then... Uh, after that, there was George Washington, and they would say cherry tree. Oh, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Okay, I never so, made that connection, but that's so really true. Good. American is, I think they always name true Americans, right? But I just thought it was always presidents, and then well, that would be or like yeah. founding fathers, yeah. It could be because I think with uh, uh, with the presidents, they with George Washington, they, they said Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then they said cherry tree, but I don't know what Thomas had Jefferson had to do with a cherry tree. Yeah, there's what we could Google it. I think yeah. that um, it's like a, I think it's about American history. Okay, because I think they mentioned American like history. who made the flag? Was it Betsy Ross? Betsy Ross. Like they mentioned that in a different episode. I think they don't know what it's about. No, but I, I think, think there's some common threads. I think like there's Joe something saying. wrong too. Yeah, yeah. But it makes for a great scene. I bet it was really. Horrible to film. Oh, I'm sure. Because of all the different angles and yeah. everyone running around. But, oh, it makes me so happy when they play True American. I don't really know why. You mean Russell played True American? It makes me so happy when the cast plays True oh, American. When the, oh, me too. Yeah. Especially because they're all in one scene. It makes my job. That's easy. our favorite. <laughs> this episode was almost that. Almost. It was close. It was yeah, close. And then, really towards, and then towards the end, he said to Jess... Oh, it's a guy thing. Well, hold on. Yeah. Before yeah, we get there, so that. Russell gets the hang of the game, but then Cece walks in and says, I'll be in, like, Schmidt's like, it's the best game we've ever played. It's so fun. Oh, Cece. Oh, he says yeah. her name. <laughs> and she goes, I'll be in your room. And he quits. Therefore, Russell and Winston, who are on a team, unfortunately, because they have a little friction. Right. Win. And then when they're talking at the table, Jess wants to call it a night, keeps trying to get him to stop talking. And he's like, no, 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 shush, shush, shush. He shushes her. I hate when people shush. I hate when people shush people. And uh, Russell ignores her and she starts to get upset. And then Nick brings up the idea notebook. I'm going to say something controversial. That when boys, like Joe and his friends, get together and drink, that happens. That's a real thing. Like if I would try to speak, if they're shush, 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 shush. Like, oh, they talk to each other. And I'm like, what? When they're playing a game or when they're watching sports? When they're drinking. Oh, when they're drinking. Yeah, when you have parties. And I'm like, what does you being drunk and me being female right. make me suddenly unable <laughs> to be able to speak in your presence? Joe, care to explain? Well. Oh, boy. I think he said it's a guy thing. Mm-hmm. Because I forget the topic they were talking about. 
Oh. Uh, which was entrepreneurship. Oh, okay. So, and I think the guy thing is not so much a slam on women or trying to keep women out of the conversation mm-hmm. as much as it is that's their camaraderie time. It'd right. be like a guy walking into a baby shower. Okay, that you know, makes sense. And saying, yeah. hey, what'd you think of the game last week? Right. <laughs> They're going to keep talking about bibs and babies. You're absolutely you know right. Bibs and babies. Yeah. That's the great. Yeah, bibs and babies. So, so that's, you got to know the room. Know your audience. You got to know the room. I think 2012 was like pre-man cave. So no, if I you had a man cave. Existed, oh, okay. They weren't like a thing on the internet. Maybe. Right. Because then genitals in oh, his shake beans yes. in the shake yeah yeah he says that later yeah um and so she was like this is a horrible idea and he's like it's a guy thing it's a guy thing well it's not it's a hygiene thing yeah <laughs> that's definitely that was uncomfortable to watch but as russell's me. reference before he was kind of like nick he was broke he sung his blood for money he was like yes. doing some of the shady stuff right. um so i think that's why he told her it's a guy thing but at any rate he's being rude but it is what she wanted this is like being careful what you ask for she wanted them to get along and not be weird right. and then they started getting along but she wanted to go to bed so they could go apple picking the next day well when well, you want to go apple picking you want to go apple picking another great part of that conversation besides uh it's a guy thing and all their ideas was when he when he said i don't want to be winkle lost what and you that? have to know the movie Social Network. Oh, I'm talking about okay, Facebook. I'm talking about Facebook. Okay. Facebook was a stolen idea. Mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg yeah. stole it from the Winklevosses. That was a Winklevosses idea. Right. Wow, Joe. I don't think that movie it. had come out yet, but I think people no, knew it that did. it happened. It came out in 2012, I remember. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't know what Facebook was at the time, and I tried to watch it. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, because they were talking about the real apps, and, and Schmidt says, well, I don't want you to be, I don't want to be Winklevoss. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, that was a good Joe, we didn't have to ask our fans to tell us. I'm so proud of us. Yeah. Yeah. Joe. Well, I've watched the social network. So, yes, you have. Yes. I think you just gave it to me as one and, of the and let me tell you, I wouldn't mind getting Winklevoss because huh? they got hundreds of millions of dollars. Out right, of they did in that. So lawsuit. you can Winklevoss me anytime. Winklevoss. Right? <laughs> if they created Facebook, they would have Facebook. So Jess is with uh, Schmidt and Cece in Schmidt's room, where now Cece is wearing pajamas. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, Jess is in polka dot pajamas. I know. Wrote that down too. So cute. She says she can't fight with Russell, and Cece's like, if you can't fight, then it's not a real relationship. True. Schmidt says some inappropriate nonsense. But we're now in the kitchen, and it's obvious that Russell is not having a great morning. It's obvious Jess is mad, and Nick and um. Oh, I'm sorry. No, this is just when they're still in the room. So the guys are in the room talking about presenting to Russell. Right. And Heather, did you catch what Schmidt said about the prototype metals? I did not write it down if I caught it. He said there's none of the copper, the none of the baller metals. Oh, he no said brushed baller. steel. Yeah. I love when he says like baller, baller metal. Baller metal. Everything can be baller if you're Schmidt. And that's when he comes up with the name. They're discussing how he came up with the name for real apps. And he says, you know, it's all about the name. That's why they don't call ball peach, basket, catch it up. <laughs> so funny. And Nick goes, did you just think of that right now? I never thought of it as peach. I thought of it as orange. I think of it as peach. You think of it as there peach? was a term in that conversation, though, that maybe the audience can help us with. Because mm. oh. he says, haberdash on the fly. 
I don't know what that is. I don't know what haberdash means. You know what we we could do, guys? And this is crazy. We could look up these things before we get to the podcast. And then, because people might tune in to hear information. But I don't like to to look up things. Like, for example, I thought the guy was on Modern Family. Because I like to see if I'm right when we do the podcast. Like, I would like to make it natural. Well, technically, I don't know if you're right. But I'm sure he was. His list of things he's been was way too long. Oh, yeah. I've seen him probably in other stuff, too. Yeah. Okay, so now we're back at the radio show, um, and Winston has not done his prank yet, if you will. That really was a prank. Right. And he's being interviewed on air, but Joe Napoli takes the microphone and gives his answers, embarrasses him, and you could see in Winston's mind it's going to happen. Yeah. He's going to tamper with the shakes because he's so mad. And he loves to do pranks. He's Winston. Well, usually he doesn't bet. Well, this is a bad prank, so. Yeah. So Jess is making hangover eggs. That's when Russell is obviously uncomfortable, doesn't feel good, couldn't handle the drinking. He doesn't want to pick apples. She's getting mad. He's like, is this a problem? And then Nick and Schmidt come in in their suits in the house. And Schmidt's body language. I know. So <laughs> like over the top. Actor. And they tell him about real apps. And he keeps repeating it and says, real apps? And anyone who's ever had an illness doesn't like to hear that word. Well, and the best thing is Schmidt's face, a couple seconds after he says he relax, his face is like so horrified at and what he said. his coloring changed. I know. He got even paler. Yeah. And then they accidentally stab him with the real app. So for those that who haven't watched, and I don't know why they wouldn't have, real apps is a phone case that has real life apps. Like yeah. you could cobble a shoe, <laughs> so can opener. Cut an apple. Joe, do you want to say something? Well, that's the conundrum of 2012 versus today. Because apps in that, using in that sentence, means applications. In other words, he had things you could open stuff with and stab stuff with. It's the application of the knife or the cell phone, whatever it might be. Because things were a lot different then. Today, when you say app, you go download an app. You're not downloading an application to something. Right. An app is a slang term like Zoom. for something you download. Well, like I feel Zoom. like they knew that then because it was a play on words. Because they had iPhones, so they had apps. Yeah. See, so I, I think they were like, it then. was, you know, it had double meaning. Right. Yeah. Well, the English language, as you know, has many double meanings. Many yes, double it does. Meanings. I mean, the Especially, word there. Yeah. I love double yeah. meanings. Just the though. word there can mean four different things. Well, those there are spelled different. The spelling. Yeah. 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 So he gets stabbed with the real apps. That was hilarious. Says he needs to go home. And then Jess, <clears throat> instead of having a Band-Aid because they didn't have any, uses <laughs> tape and a napkin and Russell storms out. And then I love when she goes, I've got an idea for a real app for you or for your idea <laughs> notebook. Replace the Band-Aids. Yeah. <laughs> So now we're at a scene with Winston oh, and Elvin, and he's favorite. like, I'm not at my job. I'm going to stay here and be your nanny forever, basically, and Elvin won't let him turn down his dream job, so he tells his mom, Winston said he wants to go to the park and smoke weed, <laughs> and I'm going to hold it because I'm a minor. And how would, how would Elvin know that? He's too young to know that. And he's just so smart. Right. And it's so selfless, and when he goes down the slide and gives him a little look back. Oh, I know. You know? I know. That's so awesome. So that brings us to Winston trying to find the sixth shake um, so he can throw it out. And Joe Napoli is holding it. He tells him what he did. And we think Joe's going to fire him. But he steady says, that's funny. We're going to do this to Kareem. Which, oh my gosh, Winston does not want to do this to well, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. not. So disturbing. Right. Then we find Jess at Russell's waiting for him. 
They realized they had their first argument. She said, look, this is me. This is my life. That's not even the first stabbing this month. <laughs> and then she says, oh, I guess you're too fancy for a band-aid because you got stitches. Yeah, and then she's like, I'm actually one really stitch. sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he then, goes, I got a stitch. <laughs> and then she immediately is like, but I'm really sorry about that. And then her Spice Girl quote. I was just about to say that. Yeah. You don't see a lot of good Spice Girl quotes, but if he wants right. to get with her, he has to get with her friend. Right. <laughs> and then he's like, let's go back to the loft. And as Heather pointed out, she's like, oh, no, that's okay. We can, we're already here at your fancy let's mansion. Let's stay in a mansion, yeah. He also doesn't seem to have his daughter a lot or ever. Well, it's probably joint custody. I know, but still, he just seems free to go on a lot of dates. Maybe he does every other weekend with Jess. So Kareem, we're at the scene where Kareem is now being pushed to the shake by Joe and he won't drink it and Joe eventually drinks it. Oh, which know. is so disturbing. But Joe knew. I just think it, it sets up in later episodes that Joe really is a disaster oh, life a person. Yeah, yeah, so that's just setting that up for us. Foreshadowing, if you will. Yeah, well, Joe will. Yeah. So Joe. That brings us to the end of the episode and we'll move on to our questions unless anyone has anything else to say about those final scenes. No, I'm good. Joe? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. So, favorite Jess look. Mine was the polka dot pajamas. Heather, what was yours? This was a weird episode for me. I didn't have a Jess look. However, the innocent white dress, it just cracked me. I didn't like it, but I found it funny. What innocent white dress? The lacy one. Was that what she wore to the fundraiser? Yeah, the very first scene. Uh, Joe? My favorite Jess look is something that you couldn't even see. Whoa. Whoa, it was invisible? But she knew it Joe? was there. Huh? So she says at the political function, Oh, God. Oh, by the way, I had to borrow your boxers. Oh, you So I got your boxers underneath my dress. Nice cat. <laughs> that was funny. I like that. That's your favorite Jess look. <laughs> That's yeah. really, just like the time you gave the van the, the rose. Yeah. Very yeah. clever, Joe. I like how your mind works. Okay, so best dressed. Joe, who do you have? Best dress for the show had yeah. to be Nick. Nick finally put a suit on. Oh, he's worn a suit a couple times, but only at when but he's not at home. home. Right. Yeah, not right. at home. Not Very at good. Home. And he, I mean, it was kind of an old man suit. Right. Yeah, that like tweed. You know, it wasn't even tweed. a suit. It's just a sports coat. It has coat. to be dated if it's Nick. We keep calling it a suit, but really, it's just the sports coat he wore to the birthday party. The sports coat and tie. Yeah. 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 Heather, what was your best dress? Okay, I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but Winston's suits were gorgeous. I know. Especially the lap, light lavender shirt mm-hmm. and the gray, like almost a shimmery gray. Yeah, I wonder if you borrowed him from Schmidt. He, uh, that's what I thought. He looked amazing. Well, I don't know how it is in Lafayette, but when you're a professional athlete, you do have to show up for the games or to get on the bus in a suit. In a suit, So maybe yeah. that's why he has them. So he's like, I'll grab these. I put the best dress as Nick and Schmidt during the presentation because they were just like in pajamas a minute earlier. Yes. And I thought it was funny that they thought to talk to Russell, they had to get dressed up. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, let's go to favorite Schmidt moments. Heather, what was yours? Um, I kind of thought it was when he was taunting Russell about the sushi. Namuda. Yes. Nice. Joe? The favorite Schmidt moment was when he ridiculed uh, Russell for knowing the chef at the sushi place. Oh, so you, oh, so same. you know the chef at the sushi place. Right. Sushi. <laughs> Uh, mine was his face because I thought it was just phenomenal acting when oh. Russell's telling them their real apps idea is called real relapse. That was so funny. Our jar count was at zero, although I could think of one or two times I when could he could have gotten it. A lot. That's my yeah. I put that in my discussion. So favorite funniest moment of the episode. I wonder if we all have the same. I'm sure we do. True American. True American. Oh, mine was a stabbing. 
Oh, oh that's dark. A choice. Yeah, no, I'm so excited to see True American be introduced because it makes me so happy every time it's on. Yeah. Now let's go to the Honey Roast Award for the best character performer in the episode or prop. As Joe's pointed out before, Joe, what do you have for your Honey Roast Award? I would say Jess for trying to get her boyfriend to fit in with the guys. Because, nice. A, it takes a lot of guts, even if yeah. you your boyfriend, oh, to yeah. bring guys you're living with. Yeah. You know what and I'm saying? And then stay in the house over the weekend. Yeah. And then play a game that is more of a college game, but yes. he got into it. Right. Mm-hmm. But he paid yeah. the price with his hangover. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Okay, Heather, what was your honey, or who is your honey restored to? You know, just because I'm obsessed with him, I have to put Elvin. Oh, nice. That's yes. the last time we see him, I think, too. I think it is, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he got Winston fire. Sure. So my, and she's going to bash him on the nanny board. On the n- yeah, nanny, nanny board. He was never going to work as a nanny Because back then, boards were big. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, totally. Um, so favorite, oh, no, I'm sorry. So uh, my honey roast award goes to the Game True American slash the writers of this episode. Because oh, whether okay. they just were going to do it one time and they needed a way for Russell to get drunk so they get in a fight the next morning. Right. Or they knew this is going to be something we're always going to do from now on. It is just synonymous with the show. And I love it so much. Or just hilarious references. This wasn't the first stabbing of the month. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Heather, you said you thought you found the bear. I, I Yeah. Um, okay, so you know how all the boys are like plunging the sink? Mm-hmm. Then it shoots to Jess and Russell. Mm-hmm. There's a bear yeah. on the magnet of the fridge. Yes, yeah. and that bear, watch... <clears throat> that bear is always there. Oh, it is. Well, it doesn't always show. So a lot of times when we can't find one, like True American, the account is like, oh, here's the bear in the fridge. Yeah, it's I like have... they have a backup bear in case they forget to put it in the episode. Yeah, right. I had to girl, watch a lot to see that. There's, a, there's a, a girl that pointed that out on one of the websites the other day. Oh, did, mm-hmm. okay, because I think I remember Like at another show, they're like, yeah. oh, in the background, whenever there's a kitchen scene in the background, just look and there's a bear on top of the fridge. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you can't find it, just look for scenes in the kitchen. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. So um, we message Lamorne Morris from our Instagram account and he's answered us before and I asked I can't find any information on the internet why there's a bear in all the episodes yeah why a bear like was it intentional to just happen on accident so they rolled with it maybe it just happened like in a a bunch of like you know like maybe the first three and then they're like let's go yeah that's what I'm saying so but he didn't answer so yeah Uh, if you're listening which I doubt you are Lamorne let us know we love you Lamorne now it's time for discussion questions Joe why don't you start well, I, we already talked about mine a little bit, and that's the uh, the the dating of the show with in terms of apps and how they're portrayed and used today, mm-hmm. and then resumes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You know, so I guess my, we already talked about my questions. Sure. We talked about how resumes have changed and yeah. how they've That was a fun and, story, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, yeah. And, it, and it's weird because you pull, like, you know, I just had a job for seven years, so I haven't had to pull out my resume in over seven years. Oh, and it's totally different. And when you pull it out, you kind of giggle. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, well, you I definitely with this? This won't work. You definitely giggle if you're Joe. Yeah, if you're Joe, yeah. you do. You know, and, <laughs> and, and I mean, just the formatting, because you look on today, and when you got to write your resume today, you, you have to Google 2020 resumes. Oh, you do? Because things change. Things change how you put your name. You know, things change like, Aww, you know, obje- objectives used to be a heading, and now it's just, uh, 
you know, and summary used to be a, a right. Thing. See, now, that's what I would have done. You know, and, and now they they tell you, hey, you know, no, you know, no more than uh, you know one page and mm-hmm. keep it short yeah, and that's simple. Been a rough but if you have a lot page. to share, that's so frustrating. Make sure yeah. you, you know. Make sure you read the job description and put those keywords in the oh, job so description. The algorithm will catch like you. Like if if it says you need to learn Microsoft Word, you better learn my, you better put that because you need save yeah. save as. If you yes. have experience in hiring people, you better. But hiring or right, training, right? Or whatever it is. So uh, that was my discussion question: How resumes have changed so much uh, over the years that anything you use yeah. in 2012 is probably obsolete. Totally. Span. But for many, many, many years, it was the same for yeah. decades, yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah. And now you don't really need one that you print out because, like Joe said, you do it on a job your website don't anyway. Have a so don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so Heather, discussion question. Okay, yeah, we kind of went through mine because I didn't know why Schmidt wasn't using the jar because they were at home. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then I also asked, is this the first true American? And then just randomly, I guess this should have gone, sorry guys, this should have gone in just luck. But why, you know, last week, okay, I understand the yoga pants because it was an episode about a jogathon. Yeah. Why was she in pants this whole episode except for the white eyelet dress? I mean, she's a person. Well, was it because she was at home a lot? Yeah, I don't think that when you were at home making dinner and you know you're going to be in for the night, you still prance around in a dress. Okay, so... But she was like, I'm not going to get my jammies yet either, so... Right. So she's probably, when she's in those dresses in the house, maybe it's because she just is on her way to work or coming home. Exactly. Home. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think she wears them just around. Yeah. Okay, do you have another question? Or? No, because I we answered them in discussion. I okay. mean, in the synopsis or whatever. Great. So I have two discussion questions. Mm-hmm. My first is, so Winston meets Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and he's excited, and it's a little disappointing because he's like, why does this guy work here? He's right. sending me notes to run away. Have you ever met a famous person and been disappointed? Oh, no. I love famous people. You met the Kardashians. Yeah. No, I've met other famous people, too. Joe, have you ever met a famous... Oh. Joe. Or you know what? Maybe we shouldn't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> what if Joe, you're we listening? shouldn't talk about yours. Well, I don't work there no more, but let's just say not everybody on TV and stage... Or who's a baseball coach. Or who's a baseball manager or is is good people. Yeah. Right. You know, in real life. So... So I think my expectation went from disappointed to mm-hmm. expected. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's so funny when when people say, you know, oh, this guy is the greatest, and you just know the background of that person. Right. When the, when the cameras turn off and the lights turn off, that's that's totally what it is. And and really, in today's culture, we're finding that. I mean, even with our daytime talk show hosts, you know, oh. Ellen. Is the latest Cameron one. Hall is known for that, you know, and and there could be reasons why they're like that, right? Or or not. I think it might be perfectionism. But yeah, and 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 I always, you know, I used to work at a music amphitheater, music yeah. a music venue, so I I would meet, uh, you know, there'd be after hour parties in a certain part of the building, and I would meet all these people, and there were people that would generally be grateful for you being there, right? Yeah, you know, and saying thank you. I, and and stuff like that, and 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 really appreciating your part Probably of the means of, a lot your to you. part of the process. You right. know, I mean, food and beverage is part of a concert, just it's like a big thing. Us, ticket ushers are, right? Or, or people that seat you, or Everything. anything else. So, so those people that recognize that are good, and then the ones that are just like not treating you like that, mm-hmm. or you see them treating other people 
you know, not like that is... is it's discouraging. Yeah, yeah. so I, I've definitely faced it. But, the, but there is a lot of good people. I shouldn't... Yeah. You know, it's not like all people. All, yeah. Joe, I know you can tell this because it was on Facebook. Um, your Mario Andretti story. Can you just tell us that? No? Or do you want to? Mario Andretti. Oh, said, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. The the IndyCar is was racing where I was working, and Mario Andretti is part of that racing circuit. So you know the phrase that you say whenever <laughs> somebody you know goes fast. You know uh, what is it? You slow down, Mario. Slow down, Mario. Yeah. And he it was a it was a it was like a golf cart, like a souped up golf cart that was in front of me. And he got the guy in front of me. I couldn't see him. I could just see the back of his head. And yeah. he got out, and it was Mario and Dredd. And you had said, slow down. Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me like I was addressing him. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God. It was the weirdest I thing. I love that story. I've ever seen. The weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So you always got to be careful what phrase what, what you want to say. Yeah. So... My answer to my discussion question is twofold because Caden, our son, interviews celebrities and athletes all the time for his YouTube show and his article, and I found them all to be delightful, but sometimes I wonder if they're extra delightful because Caden's a child, yeah, Yeah, and he started when he was really young, but sometimes I've had the opposite. Like when we met Mike Trout, he was so nice, I couldn't even believe it. I thought, how can you be that famous and that impressive of an athlete and still be so nice? But then we have interviewed other people... That have not been as nice. I obviously don't want to say who. Yeah. But what's weird is, like, you get so, I get so excited to meet a famous person. Yeah. And then I'm, like, on the way home, like, drive home. They're like, they were so nice. They were so cool. They were so great. They're, like, the best ever. I can't believe it. And then, like, you reflect on it and edit Caden's video. And you're like, they weren't that nice. But you're just so excited. You think, like, that they're talking to you. And I'm so excited. I say really stupid stuff. That's true. Yeah. Okay, my second question is, and we will have to keep names out of it to protect the guilty. Have any of you ever worked in a hostile work environment like Winston had to? Not that bad. Well, no, not that bad. That's crazy, but... Has anyone else ever worked in a hostile work environment? Um, I have, but I it was bad, and I left after two weeks. Terminus. Okay. Oh. Oh, well, there, I'm not going back. That's true. Joe, have you ever worked in a hostile work environment? Because yeah. Joe and I worked in sports. For 15 years. Yeah. baseball. <laughs> and there was, now. <laughs> so when Joe and I worked that in. That is the environment. It's not hostile. It exactly. Is the environment. But when Joe and I worked in that in sports back then I don't know if like people just ignored the labor laws or they hadn't made it to sports yet you would work from eight in the morning and then at five when you'd be getting off is when you'd start prepping for the game you'd work the whole baseball game and you'd leave like in Joe's case like 11 or midnight yeah Joe works late like normal the rest of the staff maybe like 10 or 11 and then the games go in homestand so you could have you have seven games in a row that including the weekend right so you've literally worked like so many hours and that has to be against the law but it was it back then? It, or? It, it, it wasn't. They were exempt employees, but they have yeah, right. changed that. And now yeah. you have to pay them because we would get interns and kids out of college, oh. pay them $15,000 a year and work Whoa. $100 a week. Yeah. yeah. They were making like four that. bucks an hour. Yeah. yeah. You're like you're, you're getting the experience. They're going to burn out. Yeah. 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 It, it was, it was, it was a very, uh, yeah, it wasn't labor friendly at all. Right. Well, I it was know, fun too, though. Like, I always wanted my sister to be home. Oh, not we then. had so much fun together. Not when I was in baseball. I mean, I never was home. You never were. Yeah. So that's when I started accusing you of workaholism because yeah. I was so frustrated. 
Yeah, a lot of things workaholic is not one of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was tough. And now I do a lot of events at the stadium, and our daughter works there. And it's so funny because they'll hear and be like, yeah, this this 11-game homestand is brutal. And I'm like, it is. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And he's like, yeah. So, anyways, I won't be in the office at all next week. It's my off week. What? You're off week? Oh, week. And like, oh, no, I'm just working to Like, I'll see you at the game. Oh, no, no, no. I'm only working till four days. I don't work today's game. Yeah. What? And to them, it's normal, and it is so offensive to me like as someone who had to bad. work all those hours. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it's changed, and it changed for the good. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, we literally burnt people out. Well, right? and their health had to take a toll. And, and I think society as a whole, in many industries, has taken a look at this, and the coronavirus oh. has made companies. Look how many people... I got so many friends now that are working, working from home yeah. that could be permanent. And then you got yeah. companies like Google and Facebook who are telling those people stay home yeah. and not make that one and a half hour commute, which is probably five miles in Northern right. California. Right. You know, so the dynamic of work is changing for the better. For the better, mm-hmm. and everything is going up. So I think it. I think it's it's a positive as a whole. Those. We were, you, you, I guess you could say we were the pioneers of uh, getting rid of hostile work environments. Right. <laughs> we're the well, ones that got abused that they're making yeah. these Well, and it was them. extra hostile, though, because when people don't sleep. Yeah. And then you're, co- and then also what I love the most, Joe, is how, like, on Wednesday nights, there's this, like, semi-famous country bar next to the oh. stadium. So then after getting off at midnight, we would all go there and stay out till, like, 2 or 3 in the morning. And that was on us. So probably, like, Russell. But people over. got hot. And then people would try and be sneaky and, like, go home and take naps on their lunch break and lose, lose track of time. <coughs> Joe. Um, and, <laughs> I don't blame you, Joe. People go upstairs and take a nap in the suite. But this isn't a podcast about baseball, right. so I'm going to digress. But, um, okay, so next week we will see you with episode number 21, Kids. Ooh, kids. Interesting fact about this episode. I try to make everyone I know watch New Girl because I want them to be happy. But also <laughs> because then when I quote it and make jokes, people don't they look at me like that weird. Yeah. And one of my coworkers was watching New Girl, loved it, got to this episode and stopped watching it because he said it made him uncomfortable and he didn't like it. Oh, now I'm excited to watch. Yeah, I, I, them, I think it was an overreaction. The but, kids one, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Kids. kids. Um, and it will also be Thanksgiving week? That week. Yes, next week. So yeah. maybe come prepared with what you're thankful for. Ooh, I'll do a that. A short list, Hevs, a short list. Yeah, I can go on for like 10 pages. Or maybe we'll keep a new girl themed. We'll discuss. Yeah. So that's it. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>